from Television City in Hollywood. Boy, the way Glenn Miller plays. Hello, welcome to On the Podcast. This is Gus. This is the second take that we've had to do. This is Alex, by the way. This is Alex calling me out of my shit right This now. is the second take we had to do because Gus started off by saying this is All in the Family. And I'm like, no, it's not. That's a TV show and this is a podcast. All in the podcast. For okay, all of you Alex. who don't know the difference between a TV show and a podcast. No, I'm joking. Okay, wow. What a piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a <laughs> Now I have mood. to just keep this because you're a piece of shit. Because I know if we do a third take, you're just going to call me out. For no, 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 no. <laughs> I kidding, swear no. to God, I won't. No, yeah, we have to keep this. I think this is cute. This is a this quirky is opening. People are going to applaud us for it. Quirk, quirk, quirk. There's going to be a review about it. So um, this episode for me is starting off. I'm, I mean, I have a flurry of emotions right now. Most of them just being fury, like unbridled fury because of what's been going on with the Trump administration's zero tolerance policy on immigration. I am beside myself with rage. Okay. This so is, here's what you're going to have to do. I'm doing I, that last week. I started doing this thing. Where I don't, I have, I have not read any news and stayed off of social media for a week. So one, haven't gotten laid. I'm very horny. Two, I have no idea what's going on. So you're really gonna have to fill me in. Okay, what do you know? Is there anything that you I know? I know that the, the few times that I've like been on Facebook that I've like just checked my notifications, I've seen that there's like cages but there's children away from their parents and okay immigrant children and they're being separated from their parents okay so i'm gonna try just my, give me the spark notes yeah i'm gonna try my best to give a spark note summary um i'm not particularly good at summarizing but you are very short. good at summarizing no well not when that it is com- a strength of yours actually it, not when i'm it, actually it, terrible at summarizing i always think like when you do the summary of the episode i'm like oh thank god alex is doing it because i'm so shitty at this and you're so good at summarizing well maybe i could do a better job summarizing the episode you than i can what's been going on the last on week. your LinkedIn because I would endorse the fuck out of you. Word? Okay, okay sounds great. good. Sounds like a plan. I know Tell what I'm doing after children. we're done recording. Tell Long me. story short, Trump, the Trump administration launched launched the zero tolerance policy regarding illegal immigration, um, I believe at the beginning of May, though I could be wrong. Pretty sure it was at the beginning of May, though. Um, and basically what this policy means is that it's in a way, it is in part a continuation of an Obama era, era policy where... Um, people who cross the border illegally will be detained, they will be arrested until they have a trial. Um, However, in the Obama era, um, kids were not separated from their parents. Um, or, or no, sorry. Not, well, rather, what happened was um, people who crossed the border illegally were arrested, they were detained, and they were prosecuted. However, there was an exception to undocumented immigrants traveling with children. Those undocumented immigrants were not arrested because, again, what are you going to do with the children? It did happen on occasion. Um, I've been reading the National Public Radio articles about this. They've been doing a really good, ethical, comprehensive job with reporting all the facts. But... There were instances of family separation at the border during the Obama era, but it wasn't a staple of the Obama era immigration policy. The Trump administration has made it like the defining feature of um, the zero tolerance policy is separating parents who are traveling with their children at the border. The parents get arrested and the children basically get sent to these for lack of a better word, these internment camps where they are literally being locked in cages and recently audio was released. It Gus, I only listened to about 30 seconds of it and it has to be the most troubling, horrifying thing I have ever heard. I'm like I'm like tearing up thinking about it because it's literally kids screaming their throats raw 
and crying and there's like this one girl who's screaming her aunt's phone number she keeps saying like please please call my aunt she lives here legally she can come and pick me up please please call her call her and like the guards and like ice agents are mocking them and they're like oh it looks like we have a little orchestra singing for us like as kids are screaming in the background they're, they're like mocking, mocking, okay, screaming, wow. crying. Children. I chose a good week to get off social media. I can't tell you how outraged wow, okay. I've been. And to add insult to injury, the entire administration. Now, is the Republicans' response that it's a Obama era thing? Oh, just wait. Well, first, first that that was. I'm Trump's, trying to like assume these these things. That was Trump's initial response. He said, "This is the Democrats' fault. It's their policy. It's okay. their law. We're just enforcing it." And if the Democrats cooperate with us, then, you know, we, we don't have to do it anymore. But he has since then come up with other excuses. You know, now he's saying that illegal immigrants, we don't owe them anything. And um, they are breaking the law by coming in here. And they're all drug traffickers and they're bringing crime into our country. So we have to do what we have to do. Jeff Sessions cited the Bible as justification for it, saying like, oh, it's in the Bible. The Bible allows us to do this. Okay. And because he has cited the Bible... The Methodist Church is like in the process of excommunicating him because they are so outraged at how wow. immoral his. So they're really going are. through their greatest hits, is what you're saying. They're, so blame the Democrats. Use bl- the Bible. Use the, yeah, use the Bible. Um, oh Jesus Christ! We have some people are claiming that it's not true. Laura Ingram was saying was recently saying how it's not true. They're not being put into cages. They're actually um, they're in these wonderful facilities with color TV. And they're being treated so well, and this, this, and that. Which I mean, okay, that that's like um, this is a Michelle that, Wolf joke that I'm going to steal. But that's like saying like, well, at least JFK was wearing his seatbelt, right? You yeah. know what I mean? It's like the point is they are separated from their they're, parents, they're and like they kids. and they're they have no kids. idea if or when they're going to see their parents again, and no one is communicating with them. Like the kind of trauma that's going to inflict, even if they are in the nicest. Um, of daycare centers, for lack of a better term. Oh, and Coulter said that the children are child actors and they're reading scripts given to them by liberals oh, right. to tug on the heartstrings. That's so, what they said about the Parkland students, too. And Col- like they're, 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 well, Ann Coulter released a book years ago during um, the, the Bush... It was the... Um, what election was it? It was Bush and John Kerry saying that the 9-11 widows who were making commercials to advocate for John Kerry were like... They were, um, they were exploiting their husband's deaths and they were glad that their husbands died so that way they, beca- they could become famous on TV. Um, so that's Ann Coulter in a nutshell. I don't even know many Republicans who take her seriously. She's, right. she's um, yeah, she is quite the see you next Tuesday. But um, where was I going to go? What? Oh, Tucker Carlson. And for some reason, this one infuriates me the most because it's arguably the stupidest response to the mm-hmm. entire thing. Like even stupider than the Bible justification. He said that um, he goes, if liberals cared at all about families being separated, they would care more about the breakdown of the American nuclear family. And he's just like, there are so many single parent households, and that's because the reason that these single parent households exist, these um, single parent households exist is because um, women are rejecting the patriarchy and they don't want husbands, so they raise children by themselves and these children are growing up without fathers and that's more devastating and traumatizing than being separated from your parents. I mean, all true, all true. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He's <laughs> a genius. True. He's the voice of our generation. And, um, okay, uh, wow. and Tommy Lahren has just been tweeting up a storm about how like 
you know, illegal immigrants are all criminals and they're bringing crime into our country. And if they don't want to be separated from their kids, then they shouldn't be immigrating here illegally in the first place. Um, so that, in a nutshell, is what has been going on. Like Jesus. these, like we have basically reverted to like the Japanese internment camps. It's the most right, appalling that's essentially thing. What it is yeah. It is. This is the by far the most appalling thing that this um, government, that this this administration has done so far, in my opinion. Um, and what else? What I mean, there, there there's so much more that's been said and so much more that's been going on. Um, Republicans are refusing to sign an act that could bring the that could reunite the families in any way, shape, or form. Um, Democrats are all on board. Republicans are refusing. So Donald Trump's whole thing about how Democrats are cooperating is a load of festering horseshit. Um, like the Republicans will not cooperate. They will not back down. Except there are some Republican politicians and Republican socialites who have been vocal against this. Um, Laura Bush recently tweeted that this is breaking her heart. She's like, this is not who we are as a country. This is absolutely appalling. How can you do this? Every celebrity is tweeting about how appalling it is. Um, there's a Facebook page, um, where donations are being, they're trying to raise $5 million so that they could bail out the families and provide legal representation for the parents and their kids. Um, which I encourage you to donate. Literally sign on to Facebook. You'll find it anywhere. It's RACES. The acronym is A-R-I-C-E-S. I'm forgetting what it stands for at the moment, but just literally do a Google search. Um, right. Donate. I saw yes. it come up and I saw like $2 million raised and I was like, damn, what are they doing? They're up I to was- like... Yeah. Literally chose the worst week to do this. They're um, up to like four four million six hundred some odd thousand. Um, okay. I donated what I could, but please donate. Um, yeah, crazy. it's absolutely appalling. And the reason that this episode infuriates me, well, it started infuriating me, and there were moments, again, thanks to Edith, that I felt better by the end of this episode. Right. Um, so this episode is about an election, like a local election that Gloria and Mike are very passionate about and very invested in um they're campaigning for a woman named um claire packer who's a progressive or she's yeah she's she's on the progressive ballot and she's a woman and she's jewish and archie is you know giving them shit about it as usual because he's like oh you're voting for a woman in politics you're voting for a progressive loser you need to keep lundy in office he's the republican this this and that then she just like shows up to the house which right but archie also doesn't care enough to vote so he admits that he doesn't vote which that really struck a chord with me because my dad is a trump supporter who did not vote right that was Um, the main this is what i liked about this episode is that was the main thing that people complained about with the Trump election was that like a lot of people just didn't fucking vote, which was crazy. That infuriates me. I mean, here's my thing. Whenever, and there's any kind of election, everyone loves to post these sanctimonious statuses on Facebook and tweets. And they're just like, it doesn't matter who you vote for. Just get out there and vote. I disagree. If you're voting for Trump, stay the fuck home. Break your leg, fall in a sewer. Well, that's the thing that happened with the, what's his name? Al, not Al, the the fucking guy who raped a bunch of children and that ran for election. Weinstein? No, no, no. no, no, what, no. what am I saying? Um, this is one of the people that ran for election, and then literally every black voter showed the fuck up, and then didn't get him elected. Uh, they voted for the other guy, the I'm Democrat. Sure, I am. This happened oh, a little while. This oh, happened a little oh, while this, ago. This, uh, well, there was also the um, yeah, I don't know, but that's kind. Of, any, any politician who is sexually assaulted people. Well, right, people. yeah. But um, if this was a great case of, like, if you do show up and vote, things will change. And I was like, oh, got it, got it, you know? it was. This is just one of those episodes that just, like, shows you how little the country has changed in this much time. 
which is why I love the show, but like right. also horrifying. You know, yeah. it's one of those episodes where you're like watching it and you're like, oh my god, this is what we talked about with the Trump election. This is crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think that that scene. So Claire Packer comes over the house at the behest of Gloria and Mike. They invite right. her over to talk to her and to and. Well, I also find it interesting. So she comes over the house and then Archie and her get into it about you know issues and whatever, and then Archie decides, no, I am going to go vote. Fuck you, and then kicks her out of the house. Right. So then... Uh, so then, I find that... I'll just pause for one okay. moment. I find that scene really funny and appropriate because whenever people post on Facebook about like, oh, just go out and vote. It doesn't matter who you vote for. You just need to vote. Like that. that's a perfect example of like someone who is mobilized, someone who is encouraged to vote, and his vote would have like been terrible. Right. Um, so... Yeah, I don't agree with that. Like, if you're going to vote for my opposition, then I would prefer you not to vote. Well, that's not American. I don't give a fuck. I know, right? You're done at this point. Um, So then, so she gets kicked out. She leaves. And then, like, oh, then then there's that really funny scene with Edith and the gay, the gay liberation. Oh, my God. Well, that's, that's what, like, such a funny moment. Hey, I'm here for the gay liberation. I'm Mr. Robinson here for the gay liberation. And there's a woman standing next to him. And Edith goes, is this Mrs. Robinson? (laughs) Like... What? I really want to be Mrs. Robinson. I mean, drag. She that's my is, drag persona. Jean Stapleton is perfect throughout this entire episode. Just she's comedic, amazing. Comedic timing. Her like the jokes are it's hilarious. The perfect naive, like naive, like naive nature of her character that really brings this episode to its full circle. She's just great. absolutely fucking hilarious. Yeah. So so yeah. So after getting into it with Claire Packer, Archie decides that he's going to vote. So he and keep in mind this whole episode's three scenes. I know. Yeah, you, I remember Again, you were saying that for one it's of our one recent scene, episodes. And then. Claire Packer, and then, you know, and then the them at the election, and then at the school to do the voting, and then the end. It's, like, crazy. Right. It's really crazy. It is. And it's impressive, too. Um, yeah. So, Archie and Edith accompany Gloria and Mike to the voting booth, um, which, and, and I love the moments... What can we call them? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know if calling them ironic is correct, but just the the full circle moments. I, I guess you can call them irony, or the as we were talking about last week, the whole um, Archie getting a taste of his own medicine. But I love that he goes there, and a black woman is the one who denies him. Um, that is an, an interesting choice because you know it could have been anybody, right? Like they made such an active and interesting choice to have it mis- be Miss Jefferson, yeah. Because it really could have been like whoever they like picked up off the street that day, you know, which is crazy, yeah. But yeah, very interesting. So it's Mrs. Jefferson who, because Archie hasn't voted since 1960, tells him that he is no longer eligible to vote. His registration expired, or he needed to re-register, register, or whatever. Um, so she ultimately is the one who tells him no, and Archie starts throwing a fit um and starts yelling at edith and the police officer intervenes which i love because again going back to last week's episode where he insisted that no one in this country gets in trouble with the police unless they are guilty and the police officer starts berating him and starts yelling at him and i love what the police officer says he um he goes he goes um he's like you need to get out of here step aside and let the woman vote or let the lady vote. let the lady 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 vote. vote yeah um which i love right he was like, step aside and let the lady vote. Which but then Edith, so then Edith is great because then they have that little scene where he's like, well, I need you to vote whatever I was going to vote. And Edith is like, well, voting is a secret ballot. It's between your conscience and yourself. And it's like, she gives him the same logic that he gave to Lionel earlier in the last scene, mm-hmm. like right back at him. And yeah. then she votes and she's just like, fuck you. I want to do what I'm going to do. It's that like very smart, like 
denial of the patriarchy that she knows how to play into in mm-hmm. her own way. Yeah. That we always talk about, which is just so Edith. It's just so Edith. And we get that clue at the end that she's voted for Claire Packard. Yeah, because she, she's like, maybe two! Yeah. yeah. Because, um, yeah, they're just like, they're like, how would you feel if it was just like, if Claire Packer wins by one vote? And then um, Edith goes, or two! And then right. that's how the episode ends. So we right. have to find out if we Claire Packer We don't find wins. out. But the sad truth is she probably doesn't win because she's a woman. Yeah, and it's 1972. <laughs> and it's 1972, and look how far we've all gotten. But yeah. no, I mean, I'm... I'm I'm kind of glad they didn't show you who wins. It's what do interesting. You th- yeah, I was going to say, well, what do you think the episode, who do you, whom do you think the episode leads us to believe wins? Well, or do you think that's not the point Because I think the that the, the point of the episode, right, is to show that if you vote, if you are registered to vote, then you can make a difference. And at the end of the day, Archie is not registered to vote so he cannot make a difference yeah so it just goes to show you that like it it really goes to show you like if you didn't vote it doesn't matter right you should have just gone and voted yeah and then maybe you could have done something mm-hmm. that's the point of the episode that's like the trump hillary like that's the election yeah 2016 like you know thesis statement of what everyone said like people didn't go out to vote and so if you didn't go out to vote, you're a piece of shit. And right. that's exactly what the premise of this episode is. And so the fact that you don't find out is just like, okay, well, yeah, that's, that's not the point. Because if she wins, it's like, well, what is it going to show? Archie, like, it doesn't matter if she wins or not. Yeah, exactly. So, you know? yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I think that's a really good point. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this episode just infuriated me so much because right. I never want a Republican to be in Sorry, to be in power ever again. I know, um, what great timing. <laughs> I mean, I just, I think that they're absolute, like, they're sinister, they're monsters. I, so I mentioned a very long time ago that I don't have Twitter. Um, my Twitter is private. I can't, like, share it with anyone because Ooh. of... School. Yeah. So, but I, and I only have, like, 17 followers. I don't know. I've been, like, tweeting really unhinged things on Twitter for, like, the 17 people who actually, like, follow me, but... I don't know. At this point, like, I really wouldn't mind if Donald Trump and his entire administration were lined up against a wall and shot in front of their families. Like, that I, was so I, much, Alex. That I was don't literally so care. much. I don't that fucking is, care. Um, I mean, I don't disagree with you. That's, like, a horrible thing. I think, yeah, and I think that, like, Tommy Lahren, Tucker Carlson, Charlie Kirk, Ben Shapiro... They um, should just be Alter, all in the lineup. Yeah, they should, they should all be thrown screaming from a helicopter. I hate all of them with all of my heart and soul. I mean, soul. I just wonder, like, if they have shown them the videos or the audio clip. Like, what do they think? Like... Well, I mean, what can again, you really I mean, again, think, Ann Coulter you know? thinks that they're just child actors. Um, Tommy Lahren tweeted that we owe them nothing, so it doesn't matter. Um, you know, as she, the point, the, the, the only way you can be okay with this is if you consider immigrants less than human. Right, and that's, that, I mean, that, that's that, what that they is, do. That is, how, that is how bigotry and institutionalized oppression has survived and been maintained through the centuries. Like, you justify slavery by viewing slaves as inhuman. They are they are animals. They are less right. than human. Therefore, you can treat them the way that you treat them. You justify um, sexism and xenophobia and homophobia and transphobia through the belief, the pejorative logic that these people are less than human and therefore should not be entitled to the same rights um, and the same kind of human treatment. Oh, also... Um, FYI, the U.S. has decided to pull out from the U.N. Human Rights Council. Um, 
because the UN is charging them. They're saying that this is illegal. This is a violation of international well, law, what they're doing. That is, so, yeah. yeah, so the United States... Because it is. Yeah, the Trump administration has just decided to pull out from the UN's um, humanity, like rights for humanity or human okay. rights. Good choice, good choice. Yeah. All choices, I, all choices made. I, yeah, I can't. I think that they are such sinister evil monsters yeah i i want their deaths to be like long slow painful embarrassing like i i i can't like even tell you the rage well i think it also just goes to show because usually like republicans uh will be smart enough to gather under the same excuse the same kind of do you know what i mean like the same kind of logic or language or kind of excuse that they use or throw out there and it's funny to me that this time they're not like they're not like one's doing that one's doing like they're doing the greatest hits and it's like right that just goes to show that like they really just don't know what to say anymore because they know it's bad like they know it looks bad so they're just like what do we do what do we do oh religion oh which they're not you know immigrants and they're illegal like it's just like they have no they didn't get into a room and figure it out it wasn't a group email where they all like cc'd each other and they were like we're doing religion this time yeah like it happened too quickly and they were like fuck we don't fucking know it's bad we just gotta say something well unless you're sarah huckabee sanders who just disavows everything by saying oh i because like you know a lot of reporters were charging her with being disingenuous and they're just like don't you have any empathy like a lot of these reporters were like yelling at her they're like you have children like how can you stand behind this barely keep her left eye open yeah and she and she was just like she's like listen like um they, they were just like they were like do you agree with what jeff sessions said that it's in the bible that the ju- that the bible justifies this and she goes i wasn't familiar she goes i wasn't aware that jeff sessions said that um like that's what she does all the time she right, always she says like sorry i didn't know that he, yeah yeah she's um another see you next tuesday I, I just i i am so like beside myself with anger and I just think that they're inhuman. I, and I really No, they are inhuman. That's like a hard thing. I like, thing really to do. wouldn't care if they were pushed off of cliffs. Like I Right, at this point. Like, like disemboweled. You know, I really I really am thinking like it hasn't even been two years. It feels much longer. It does. Because every week there's something else. Every day, every day I'm like, oh my god, come on. Take right. it easy. Just like stop. Like enough. Well, every day there's something small like you know i don't want to say small but compared to this i was thinking the other day i was like oh my god like we're halfway there and then i realized we're not we're not halfway there yeah and like most likely we're not even a quarter of the way there i know so it's like damn i'm like exhausted i'm so tired right I i mean i think i'm i am glad that people to bring it back to this episode in a way i am glad that people my age are now pushing the midterm election thing. I feel like we yeah. are. We are pushing like local and midterm elections. Yeah. There's definitely a blue wave coming. As like a, yeah, as like a brand of ours. Like, I think we are being a little more active with that. I hope so. I mean, I don't know what the numbers say, but like, I do definitely see a lot more people being like, you have to go today and vote because this is the day. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. I feel like that wasn't always the case. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Right. So. I mean, it's hard to have hope when this right. happens, and especially when we watch an episode like this and realize that it was no different 40 years ago. Um, well, and midterm elections are coming up. Yep. 
So this is the fucking, big one, guys. Fucking vote, and it does matter who you vote for. If you're Votes. gonna vote, if you're gonna vote for any Republicans, then stay the fuck home. Vote for me. Lapse into a coma. Um, I don't care. Like, do whatever. But yeah, vote Democrat or stay home. Vote for me. Vote for me. Vote for Gus. Yeah. Um, Imagine I was the president. I mean, that would be gay. At this point, at this point, <laughs> like so no one could do a worse job. Shit. No one could do a worse job. I would just get really pissed if my food didn't show up on time. Yeah. <laughs> FYI, guys, before this, my food was really, really late to come. I ordered Seamless, and I literally had a full-blown panic attack. <laughs> it was not okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel a lot better. Um, right. I just think like it, it is an interesting episode because it's just one of those where you watch it and you're like, damn it. Damn it. Nothing has changed. But even in that case, it was like younger people were pushing the local elections. Yeah. I'm just hoping we get to a point, you know? It was wishful thinking that the I episode... I will say, yeah. you know, if we're going to talk about voting, can I just say, it needs to change. Like, I can't... I just hate the way it's set up now. I hate that I have to take time off work or, like, be late if I have a meeting. Like, you know, a lot of... You have, they have to realize, like, a lot of places, especially in the film and TV industry, are not forgiving if you show up late. And so if you show up late, even for election day, they're going to give you shit. Like, shit's going to go haywire and you're going to have to deal with it. And it's like, they have to account for people that, like, don't have the luxury of going to work late. And it's really annoying that I have to go to some fucking back alley of an elementary school to go vote in some shitty old machine while this guy that is barely that can barely pick up the book because he's so old is handing me my, my voter pen. Like, it's not... Like a good system. Yeah. I mean, I do say it, and I stand by it. Like, of course, like security issues, whatever. But like, if I could tweet my vote, everyone would vote. <laughs> like, if you could just Facebook your vote in, like, everybody yeah. would fucking vote. Everybody would vote. It would be so much easier. I just don't understand, like, the way it's set up now. Even if it was, like, a mail-in, like, you just mail in your vote, that would be different. Like, I would be so, it would be such a headache off of my head if I could just mail in my vote. Because there yeah. definitely are midterm elections and local elections, and I don't go vote. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not going to say, like, I'm some, you know, bleeding heart liberal that goes and votes in every fucking election. But, like, there are a lot of elections where I'm like, no, I have to go to work. Like, my boss isn't going to be happy. But can't you go after work? Like, that's why a lot of the polls are open until no. late. Well, and then those film and TV jobs go to, like, 8.30. Right, yeah. What if you're working late? What if you can't go? What if you just can't go? Right. Like, they don't account for that. And they also don't account for, like, the fact that it might be out of your way. Like... Yeah. I mean, yeah, um, like, of course you're supposed to go to your, like, local thing, but, like, a lot of people, like, a lot of millennials especially, like, don't switch their IDs and they don't update them. So, like, their polling station is at their old address or at home yeah. or at this or at that. And in New York especially, you have to change your address at least 30 days prior to the election. Right. It's just, like, not an easy system. So, like, when people are like, I didn't vote, it's not like I can be like... Well, why not? It's so easy. Because that's, yeah. that's not how I can say that. It's more like you have to make the effort. Right. And the fact that like I have to make the effort just to do my like civic duty as a, as a citizen of the country is like annoying. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like maybe this is like a Republican thing to say, but it's not fucking easy sometimes. Mm -hmm. I know definitely in LA, like sometimes it just wasn't easy for me to go vote. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. If I could tweet my vote, everyone will fucking vote. Yeah. No, just saying. They, no, that's completely reasonable. They need to update that. They need to update that. Yeah, we quite a few revisions that this country needs to make. Right. Yeah. Um, number one. Number one. Yeah. Demolish DMVs. Start again. You know. Number two. 
voting. Yes. Number three, Born This Way should be the national anthem. And that's it. We're, and that's and it. And then maybe, just now maybe, NFL players would stand. Me? Oh, I would stand. Um, anyway. Christ. So, I'm just yeah. saying, I need to get that off my chest. Because sometimes, like, again, as I said, like, if someone was like, I didn't vote, I wouldn't be like, why? It's so easy. That should be my question. Yeah, I mean, I'm mean, trying to think of the people I know who didn't vote, especially, like, in the Trump-Hillary um, no, election. No, like, I definitely and, vote in the major elections, but, yeah. like, there are, like, yeah, when people are like, go vote, and it's my local election, I'm, all, I'm always just like, right, yeah, like, come on, like, yeah. on a Tuesday, like, on a Tuesday, man, like, I can't, you know? Yeah. Again, also, why can't election day be on a Sunday? Yeah. I don't understand why it has to be a Tuesday. Tuesday's the worst day for people to go to vote. Am I being a lunatic right now? Like, am I no, just I don't saying know. I, I mean, if there is a reason that it's a Tuesday, I don't know specifically why. Maybe it's because schools and, like, it'd be more expensive if they have to do it on Sunday. But, like... Maybe. Why can't it be on Sunday? These people are volunteering their time anyway. Right. In fact, I would volunteer if it was a Sunday. Yeah. 100% I would volunteer. Like, I just don't understand why it has to be a Tuesday. Like, Mondays suck... Tuesdays are the worst day of the week for me. Because it's like Wednesday, it's like, well, I'm halfway there. Thursday, I'm like, we're pretty much there. I can start drinking. Friday, you're done. Tuesday, it's like, I'm in the butthole of this week right now. I'm in the, like, taint of this week. <laughs> I can't get out, you know? Tuesdays suck. Anyway. So I'm reading I'm reading an, um, an article on Thought Co. written by um, Robert McNamara in, on November 27th, 2017. He's saying there are constant debates about how to get people more, how to get more people to vote, and one nagging question has turned up for decades: Why do Americans vote on a Tuesday in November? Why did anyone ever think that this would be practical or convenient? Okay, I'm not crazy. Okay, thank no, you. I thought not. like I don't know. I did bring this up at work one day, like a long time ago, and everyone was kind of like, "No, God, shut up!" And I was like, "I'm not being unreasonable. Like this is a perfectly reasonable thing." So here's what it's saying: Federal law in the United States since the 1840s has required that the presidential election be held every four years on the first Tuesday after the first Monday. All right, in but November. federal law in the 1840s also says some other stupid shit that yeah. we changed too. In modern <laughs> society, that seems like an arbitrary time to hold an election. Yet that specific placement on the calendar made a lot of sense in the 1800s. Prior to the 1840s, the yeah, date... Yeah, but daylight savings time made sense in the 1800s, no, 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 I, I, too. I, I, let's, let's see. So prior to the 1840s, the date when voters cast ballots for president would be set by the individual states. Those various election days, however, almost always fell in November. The reason for voting in November was simple. Under an early federal law, the electors for the Electoral College were, were to meet in the individual states on the first Wednesday of December. And according to a 1792 federal law, the elections in the states which would choose the electors, had to be held within a 34-day period before that day. Beyond meeting legal requirements, holding elections in November made good sense in an agrarian society. By November, the harvest would have been concluded, and the harshest winter weather... I've had it. That's the excuse for daylight savings time, too, this harvest and the farmers. And I'm like... That's like not where we. That's not what we're doing anymore, guys. Like, right, we made a lot of progress as a society. Uh, I'm just saying, like again, like there is that article proves there is no reason. Yeah, no, there is I, no logical reason. There is a reason. Well, it's, it's just a very antiquated, antiquated tradition. bullshit reason. Yeah. The slavery existed during that time. Like again, like that's changed. The Second like, Amendment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, calm down. Oh, Christ. Yeah, I mean, okay. that's... I just, I just needed to get that grievance out because it's like... And I, it's a valid grievance. It's, you know, exactly. And also, like, I don't know. I just, like, account for, like, people's, like, 
Like, even Archie said it. He's like, I had shit to do or something like that. Which he didn't. He's Which full he of didn't, shit. But... but, you know, you have to think, like, sometimes people do. Like, sometimes sometimes people get sick and they can't. I also wonder why it is, though. So, I mean, I find it interesting just because in many ways um, I see parallels. Why do you also... My... That's the other thing I have the issue. Why do you have to re-register? Like, aren't you just registered? Like, that's yeah. a, such an arbitrary thing you have to do. Like, yeah. why do I have to re-register? Why does my registration as a voter of the Amer- of like of America expire? I don't have an answer I to mean, that. I mean, I also don't understand why, like, driver's license expire either, so that's, like, another thing. That's and, just, like, money, though. Yeah. I don't know. Um, like, but, there's no reason. I don't know. I'm just saying. But there... Well, I find it fascinating that there... I mean, there are definitely parallels between my dad and Archie Bunker. And Archie Bunker is supposed to be the avatar... For like the middle-aged right. like conservatives, yes. right? Um, and me. And so I wonder why it is that middle-aged conservatives like Archie Bunker or like my dad, although my dad is more liberal, he's more left-leaning than Archie Bunker is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like wonder why that is a characteristic of the middle-aged conservative man. Like I just don't vote. Like I wonder why that is. I think they're just like. Bitter. Complacent. Um, Complacent and bitter. I mean, I think that's also, you know, that, that's also a key characteristic of Archie, of Archie's political involvement. Um, because, you know, like Mike says, here, here is Archie, like flag-waving, gun-toting, American pie-eating, Ameri- you know, patriotic American who doesn't fucking vote. Like one of, like, like our civic duty, um, like who doesn't vote. And I mean... So, I mean, you know, maybe it was just to, like, make him more of a hypocrite than he already is, but... So, maybe it's just a coincidence. I don't know if this is a, a, a wide, you know, a wide-spanning trope for middle-aged conservative men. I think it is. I mean, I don't know. I think it's, like, men. people that went to the war are just, like, tired. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Well, wasn't it kind of established that Archie didn't really do anything or contribute anything valuable in the war? I mean, probably. Maybe um, not yet. Well, there's, there's like, in the background... Um, you hear like Archie, like as Claire Packer is like ringing the bell and Gloria is answering the door, you can hear Archie and Mike arguing in the background. And Archie was like, like Mike was just like, you worked on the ground in like Vietnam, like, um, right, yeah. something like that. And he's just like, if it weren't for us ground people, those airplanes would have never taken off in the first place. Like, just like something stupid. Like he can, like he must've been, um, yeah, he was like in part of the war, but like he didn't was really contribute. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah, he was probably exactly. like contributed toilets. nothing. Right. Um, might as well have been Bo Bergdahl. Just kidding. But um, yeah. Anyway, I like this episode a lot. It's a this very is good episode. Definitely one of the. This is definitely one of those episodes. I, there's a, there's a few that I file under like I want to show this to people when I talk about the show, and this is definitely yeah. one of them because it's like very like of of this time, you know. Mm-hmm. There is a lot more that I want to talk about, but I think. I think they, they get into that in other episodes. Okay, so, so we'll I'm hold good. it until then. They definitely get into all that other shit in other episodes, so I'm good. Cool, so we can hold it until then and wrap up yes, here. Thanks so for you, listening. Yeah, you guys will hear from us next week, and hopefully the state of the country will be in a it will be better. Um, probably not. God fucking knows. And if it yeah, and if it is better, it'll better. It'll only be temporarily. Happy so don't Pride your this breath. weekend. Happy Pride, guys. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. There have been we rainbows everywhere. Good. As it's there been fucking a lot. Should be. It's been a lot. As there should be. I and saw... I have a lot of thoughts about the corporatization of pride. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, same. That's what I was going to get into, but like, let's not. Let's yeah, not. Let's, let's not. not. Let's not. Okay. Thanks, guys. Take care, guys. Thanks, guys. Go watch Queer Eye on Netflix.
All in the Family was recorded on tape before a live audience.